Welcome to Joyful Eating. I'm your host, Jules Clancy, a former food scientist and winemaker turned cookbook author and health coach. I've discovered a simple way to have a joyful relationship with food without sacrificing pleasure or my waistline, and I can help you get there too. Listen on to find out how. Hello, hello, and welcome to Joyful Eating. Our theme today is I Can Wait, and I'll get into what that is. But first, I need to tell you about the best bite I had. So on the weekend, I had a trip to Adelaide to catch up with some friends. It was amazing. And there's this beautiful restaurant in McLaren Vale, so which is just south of Adelaide, called the Star of Greece Cafe. And it's on this cliff overlooking the ocean. And it used to be a beach shack. It's been there forever. And I hadn't been there for like, I don't know, 10 years, longer, longer than that. And they have this like salt and pepper squid and the squid's like this like baby squid. So it's really tender and it's just fried. It's crispy. It's like so good. And had it with the glass of champagne, Paul Roger champagne, and it was just the business. Um, and they also do excellent fish and chips. So I had the, the fish and chips as well. Um, so it was a really good lunch. Uh, if you're ever in South Australia, I highly, highly recommend making sure you go to Wollonga, Port Wollonga, and go to the Star of Greece Cafe. And actually there's another great restaurant called Pearl there as well. So that is my travel tips for you for today. But anyway, so our plan for today is I'll just share the story behind this episode and I can wait. What does that mean? What's that all about? Then we're going to talk about like why our thoughts are really important, how to actually apply this idea I can wait into your life and how, why it's going to help you. And I've got a little bonus tip for you. And then I'm going to finish up. I've got something different. I've got a favor to ask. Okay, let's start with this story. So the thing that inspired me this th- around this thought, I can wait, was actually one of my clients, Ellen. She mentioned that she'd used this herself, like that when she was hungry and she was getting, you know, getting food ready, she'd gone, no, you can wait. And uh, like how that had really calmed her down and helped her, helped her actually wait to, till the food was ready. And so after she'd shared that story, I was like, I'd started using it on myself because I'd noticed like oftentimes, particularly at lunch, like I often like having lunch late and I'll be really, really hungry. And I noticed that I had been telling myself, I'm so hungry. I'm so hungry. Like, and almost like this, I can't wait. I can't wait thought going on in my head. And so of course, like, you know, then I'm picking at things when I'm cooking and it just, you know, even though it does only takes me two minutes to get the lunch ready, like, you know, it just really fueled a lot of overeating. So I started playing with this thought that I can wait and it just made such a big difference. So let's take a step back and like look at why our thoughts are important and why getting really granular and and really paying attention to these like moment to moment thoughts in our head makes a difference. So basically like this is from cognitive behavioral therapy in psychology. And also I learned it from a coach called Brooke Castillo from the life coach school. And basically like how like human brains work is like there's circumstances in the world. And then we have thoughts about the circumstances and then the thoughts that we have drive our emotions and then that drives our actions. So I remember it as like thoughts, emotions, actions, so T-E-A. So the circumstance could be it's two o'clock and past my normal lunchtime. Or actually, what ha- I'll give you an example. <laughs> when I was flying back from Adelaide, I got to Canberra Airport. Like we arrived, I was just about to, we were just getting off the plane and the doors into the terminal closed and there was actually a gunman in the terminals and we had to like go back onto the planes and then we had to wait for the security to resolve that 
that whole thing. And so we were like on the plane for an extra hour and a half. And so like I'd planned to have a late lunch anyway. And then like with this delay, ended up getting home 3.30 or something. So I was really hungry. (laughs) And so the circumstance there is that I'm having a late lunch, but then I'm having thoughts about lunch being late. So my thought is, it's really late. I'm super hungry. I'm ravenous. Like, where's the food? I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. And I'd actually called my Irishman ahead and got him to roast some Brussels, put some Brussels sprouts in the oven so he, they were roasting. And so when I got home, they were done. Perfect. So if I was having the thought, I can't wait, I'm ravenous, like I need food now, that would make me feel more hungry. (laughs) And that action that I would take would be to like pick and like grab at things and probably eat really quickly when I did have the food and then, you know, feel gross afterwards. So the circumstance is that like lunch is late, but it's those thoughts that I'm having about my late lunch and being hungry that determine what action I take. So I consciously, on purpose, chose thoughts that would help me slow down. So what I did instead was like, I was like, okay, I know it's late, but I can wait a few more minutes. Like it's only going to take a few minutes to poach some eggs. I can wait a few more minutes and I'll enjoy this more. And that just that thought, I can wait. It's okay. It'll only be a few minutes. Just calm me down. It helped me like get my lunch ready, pour a glass of wine. (laughs) And then I sat down on the, like by the fire and ate and like caught up with the boys. And I was able to like listen to my body. I did actually, I was pretty hungry. So I did go back and get some more food, but I didn't, you know, overeat or go mental with it because I was in this calm place and I was able to like eat slowly and enjoy the food and I didn't inhale it and it worked out really well. So our thoughts are the most important part of this puzzle. When you change your thoughts about any different situation, you can really change like how you show up and what you actually end up eating and how you eat and your total experience. So how do we apply this idea? If you're new to this, like first thing is to start like just noticing yourself talk, like just start tuning in to the thoughts that you're having when it is time to eat. And Start paying attention, particularly if you are feeling really hungry and just like, what are the exact thoughts that you're having? Like, so it could be, you know, I'm so hungry. (laughs) I can't wait. Like, Like those types of thoughts or whatever the situation is. And what you want to do is just notice when those thoughts come up, pause and remind yourself, actually, you know what? I can wait. And using that thought is so helpful for redirecting how you feel and just calms you down and reminds you that, yes, I can wait. It's like, I'm not going to die. And that will make all the difference. So it's just a matter of like noticing, pausing, bringing up this intentional thought that you want to think and just see, noticing. And, and that's a practice thing. Like there'll be times where you forget to do this, but when you do remember and you, the more you start to tune into the thoughts that are going on, the easier it's going to become. And then you can play around. Like I can wait might be a, like that works really well for me, but that might be not a thought that can isn't going to help you slow down. So what you want to do is just experiment and try different thoughts. And it might be another what thought that I find really helpful in these situations is, you know, it's better when I wait because, and that if I tell myself it's better when I wait, then, and because, because that, that opens my brain and gets me thinking about actually, you know, I'm going to enjoy this more and it'll help me not overeat and I'll, I won't feel gross later. Like it just, it reminds me and gets me thinking about the reasons why I want to wait and I don't want to 
rush into anything rather than if I'm just there thinking, I'm so hungry, I'm so hungry, I'm so hungry, I can't wait, I can't wait, I can't wait. Like that will end up with a very different ending. And then my bonus tip for you is, can I just? So when, you know, I don't feel like going for a run or because it's raining or whatever, uh, can I just put on my shoes, put on my raincoat, go outside for a few minutes. And then, you know, of course, once I'm outside, (laughs) I feel like actually going for the run, but it's just, can I just like, what's the smallest thing I can do to just make some positive progress in this area? So food example might be like, you come home from work, you've had a terrible day and you don't feel like cooking what you'd plan for dinner. So rather than going straight to ordering takeout, like, can I just have a look in the fridge and see what I could pull together that would be easy? Or can I just maybe grab a plate and grab some cheese and some pickles and a few things and just serve up something easy, quick and easy on a plate rather than eating chips out of the bag. Like just this phrase, can I just, it can be really helpful for getting your like brain on board for taking the action, even on those, especially on those times when you don't feel like it. Or another example could be like when it comes to cleaning up, like, you know, if you've got a really messy kitchen, like, can I just clear enough space here for me to work or like, so breaking it down so that it's more approachable. And of course, once you get going, like you build that momentum and it like in those moments between doing something and doing nothing, can I just is a really good way to break it down and make it small and doable that so you actually do take some positive action. Okay, so before we wrap up, just I have a favor to ask. So if you're enjoying Joyful Eating and you love the podcast, please tell your friends like so we can help more food lovers end all the pain and suffering around food and stop feeling like they have to choose between you know, their love of food and feeling good in their clothes because we can have both and we deserve both. So I would really appreciate it if you told people about the podcast. Okay, have a fantastic week and I will catch you next week. Bye. Before you go, this is the best part. So if you enjoyed Joyful Eating, subscribe to the podcast and I'd love to send you a copy of my free cookbook called Six Ingredients, 20 Minutes, Simple Whole Foods for Joyful Weeknight Dinners. It's full of easy recipes so delicious they'll satisfy even the biggest food snob. Just Google Stone Soup and you'll find it.